Blog Talk Radio. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on This Week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. All right, I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Rowdy Maglot Show. And buckled in here with me tonight, I got my Chi-Town duel, Jackman Jeff and Chi-Town Mark. How's it going, guys? It's going great, Rowdy. Uh, I've got my Java with me. I'm roughed up and I'm ready to go. Jeff and I just got back from an amazing three days of racing. Uh, it's it's a once-a-year deal that you can get away with putting it, and Jeff and I did it all three days. What? Yeah, it looked like an amazing trip, guys. You were sorely missed, Rowdy. We, we got to get you to another place. We got to get you to. I know that. Hey, I'm ready to go spend a week there, lead up a couple of days there, and uh, stay a day to get over all the action that you worked went through. I know y'all got to be tired. Oh, it's worth it, Rowdy. It's not the first time we've driven all night to go or to or from a race, and it won't be the last. Uh, the Stovall Derby being the next one, or possibly Hickory. Uh, we'll keep everybody informed on that. We'll let you know by next week. But, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're not done with racing on this show yet. we got plenty to talk about with Arkin this week with their testing down in Talladega, Rowdy. And I know you and Don Don are heading over there. Well, that's, that's the plan. We're going to meet uh, in the morning and try to be over there by 9 o'clock. So it's uh, – 9 to 12 with an hour break for lunch and then back to 1 to 5. And the, the tomorrow, the chances of rain is really slim. So should be a wonderful day at Talladega. Well, when is it a wonderful day in Talladega when it's not raining, Rowdy, and there's race cars on the track? Anytime you're on the other side, inside, it's always a good day. Yes, sir, it is. Yes, sir, it is. And make sure you say hello to all my friends there. And tell them I'm missing uh, seeing them at the, uh, the test session, but we'll see them soon. I will, Mark. I will. So, y'all, uh, man, what a busy weekend y'all had. Wow, Rowdy. Uh, it started Wednesday evening when Jeff and I took off and headed to Charlotte from the Chicago area. That's how in the morning. Uh, we had made pre-arrangements for all our credentials, so we went track and got credentials. We were able to get into our room early, so we went and got a little sleep, got up, went to the other seat to get our credentials, and watched some practice there. Then headed back to the other track from there. And it was, a, it was you know, back and forth all get long. Well worth the trip. If, if you're down in Charlotte, you, you, you got to do it. Uh, it's the only time of year you can do what we did this year, Rowdy, and uh, it's it's just amazing. One go from paved to asphalt to to the dirt track. Uh, 
and then go back and forth between the two. It's it's just a, a plethora of racing, and you just can't believe what's going on. And beautiful weather too, wasn't it, Mark? It was. Uh, Saturday was probably the coolest, but uh, very comfortable for for most people, I think. Nobody was really too cold. Uh, the, the wind was blowing at our backs a little bit, but I prefer that because that meant the dust was staying off of us. So, uh, you know, you get one, you have to take one with, without the other, and uh, I'd rather have the wind at my back, even if it is a little chilly. Plus keeping the dust out of your face. Well, we had that the night before. We did have a night of dust in our face, and Jeff and I had to take a pretty good shower when we got back to uh, we were amazed at how dirty we were when we looked in the mirror. So, uh, yeah, it was just just good, good racing all weekend long at both tracks. And uh, uh, Concord and, and the dirt track in Charlotte, uh, the thanks for, for hosting us. Uh, and uh, Eric, Greg, and Haley at Charlotte Motor Speedway Dirt Track, uh, they work in the hospitality area for the track at uh they took good care of us this weekend. We appreciate it. We'll see you guys next year. And uh, we're bringing Rowdy with to get some of that Southern hospitality in Charlotte. That's right. <laughs> and if you're in the Charlotte area, Rowdy, go to, if you're in the Charlotte area, you're living in the Charlotte area, you're listening, and you need landscaping, go to Lineburger Landscaping. Give them a shout. It's real easy. Get online. You can find them. Uh, Eric will take good care of you. Eric took good care of uh, Jeff and I in uh, more ways than one, and we really appreciate it. I want to give him a big call out. So, yeah, Lineburger Landscaping in the Charlotte area. Give him a shout. Well, hey, uh, it's always great to go and spend the weekend. Now you need to rest from that. I don't, I don't know how you hit the road this morning running, Jeff. Well, you know, I have no choice. So, if you want to play, you got to pay. <laughs> Been there, done it, man, and still doing well, it. Still doing it. Be doing it with us some more, Rowdy. So that's that's what we're looking forward to next year. Well, just like I said, every time you get a chance, check out the camping. We'll, we'll keep you informed and keep looking for that sprinter that you need. And there again, NASCAR camping and tailgating. Hey, give him a shout out. If you're not a member, join it. Oh, yeah, Rowdy. They, they've been big supporters of us and we're big supporters of them. Uh, we need to give them a shout out every weekend more than once. They're a great, great group. Uh, hey, everybody out there and, uh, we don't have too many more tailgating days left or camping days. We we have Phoenix, we have Homestead. And, uh, those are pretty good road trips. So everybody making it out that way, enjoy. Yeah, hey, and uh, give Tim to, to Spain a shout-out. Get well soon there. I think he's doing great. And... Well, <laughs> I hope Tim's up to it. Maybe he should Ball tonight, Rowdy. He's feeling up to it. Uh, it'd be great to hear from him. But hope you're feeling good, Tim. Uh, we're thinking about you. Well, we're waiting on Alan to call in. He's going to call in at 
somewhere around 10 after. So, uh, well, looking forward to having another uh, series. Not so much promoter, but uh, involvement. Uh, he, he does a lot for the past series, and Jeff and I are real familiar with them because uh, they run mostly on the eastern seaboard, so we don't get to see them very often. We more read about and see about them on the internet. So it was a pleasure to meet Alan, and uh, we saw some good pass racing. So uh, it, it all worked out this weekend, Rowdy. Hey, sounds like it. It looked like it. Yeah, we, it looked like y'all had a great time. Jeff, you got to uh, do, Jeff actually got to do some Facebook Live. I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah. You did good. It's just a pull off this weekend, Rowdy. Jeff really worked at it this weekend, and uh, uh, it just adds a whole scope to the coverage we can give to the races. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. (coughs) Jeff, I talked to Mark earlier about it. Yeah, it worked out great. I thought it worked out good. Yeah, I tried, you know, try to give some more coverage and expand our coverage with our viewers or our listeners and stuff like that so they could actually see what we're doing and where where we're at. So the more info we can give out there. Sort of, sort of real time. Yeah. That's, that's what's amazing, real time. Well, it was... Uh, Enjoyable for us as well as, you know, enjoyable, I hope, for the the viewers and our listeners that got to see it because Jeff really works hard at it and uh, uh, he's picking up on this new technology uh, really quick. So it's just going to get better. All right. I think we got Alan, our first guest, calling in there. All righty. Hey guys, how are you? Doing great, uh, Alan. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show. And with listeners, we got Alan Dietz, and Alan's the media marketing director for Pro All Star Series. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Alan. Oh, thanks. I appreciate you guys letting me come on. Well, you've been a busy guy, and and it's still still got a long ways to go, don't you? Well, we got uh, got a little bit left. Uh, we got uh, this race uh, coming up at Hickory in a, t- in a couple of weeks, and and that's going to be a, a pretty big deal to, to end the year for us down here for sure. Uh, Jeff sent me. He was he kept me updated on uh, your Concord and a really nice facility, and they said you had a great crowd there. Yeah, it was a pretty good crowd, and you know the North South Shootout's a, a great event. I guess it goes back to uh, 2002 or three, and and then in the mid 2000s they, um, you know they added super late models, and and we became a part of it back in 2013. So it was at Caraway Speedway, uh, about an hour and a half down the road from from Concord for a couple of years, and went back to Concord in 2015, and. 
um, you know, we've just we've had great races there with our past Super Late models, and of course, the modified races is always good. But uh, you know, it was a good race Saturday afternoon. Matt Craig is has been you know really I think one of the, the standout stars in short track racing this year. But you know, you throw guys in there like Ty Majeski and Spencer Davis and Jake Crum, Chad McCombie, Eric Darnell, guys like that who haven't really. Um, ran with us. Well, Spencer Davis has, but the other guys really haven't um, had the chance to race with us that much this year. And, and Matt and Ty put a pretty good race on, but Matt was still able to come out with the win. And, and that was a big win for him and his team because he uh, lives right down the road from Concord and Kannapolis. And his team, you know, when you see that car, when Super Late Model fans see that car, they'll remember you know, Clay Rogers and, and Jeff Fultz and Rodney Childers and different guys like that that drove for that team, you know, in the 1990s and won races at Concord. But this was the first time Matt's been able to win a race there with his family team. And you you named off some, I think, some awesome young guns that we're going to be seeing in the Cup someday. Oh, big time. I think when you, you know, when I remember – you know, in early to mid two thousands, a lot of a lot of folks. I I worked for UARA at that time, and they felt like they needed to go into a, a late model stock car because it was, you know, heavier. You know, like a K and N or Arca car or a truck or something like that to help give these guys the, you know, the experience to move on. But when you look at the at the guys that are are making it now in cup racing. Ryan Blaney, he was our champion in 2011, ran with us for three and a half years. Chase Elliott, uh, he raced with us some. And, you know, you can just go through there, and, and there's a lot of guys, um, great golding, and, and you can keep going through the list of drivers in, in all three series that ran super late models. And they're not anything like what you see on the weekend as far as, you know, what you see on television on the weekend. Uh, they're faster, they're more reactive, I think. But I think that it helps these guys learn how to uh, do research for sure. And I think it helps them to learn some tire management. And I think they're just a faster and sportier car, and it makes you, you know, have to get up on the wheel a little bit more. And I think that's what we've, you know, seen with the guys that are making it. And, I mean, Tom Majeski, again, he, he finished second in the in the race Saturday. And, you know, he I don't know if he's racing at Phoenix this weekend in the Xfinity car, but I know he's racing at Homestead for racing in an Xfinity car. So, um, you know, apparently there's something with these super late models that's working, and it's been working. You know, I mean, these cars have been around for a long time, and you can race them from British Columbia to Florida, you know, east, west, north, south, all over North America. And there's not a whole lot of race cars you can do that with. Hey, Mark, you're live with Alan Dates. Thanks, Alan. Welcome. We've got to meet you and thank you for your help. We really appreciated it. Oh, no problem. I, I was glad I could help you guys out in my little way. <laughs> and I, I was glad you guys were able to come. And, and uh, I think you got to see a pretty good race, I think, between our past super late models and the modifieds, I, I think they put a pretty good race on on Saturday. 
it's a unique show being able to see the the pavement pounders and the super eight mile balls at the same time, and uh, I, I think that's maybe what makes it uh, the crowd was pretty good. Uh, the car counts were pretty good. Uh, the racing was pretty good. It, it was just a, a nice weekend, and I don't get to see past as much as I get to see some other touring circuits because of my geographic location, but uh, I think the comparable to the Terry series and, and the Arkham Midwest tour that we see quite a bit. And, uh, that's where Ty Majewski runs a lot. So we see Ty, we get to see him run with gas uh, in the Fury race car, motorsports car, and uh, yeah. Uh, uh, we're looking forward to possibly making it to uh, Hickory for the next meltdown. Well, I, I hope you guys can make it to Hickory because I think that's going to be another, another, you know, good opportunity for race fans to see two really different types of cars with a lot of horsepower. You know, at Hickory, you're going to obviously see the, the past super late models that will be racing for 300 laps and $15,000 to win. And and I got a few thoughts on that race that I definitely want to share with you. But you're also going to see the the mostly racing wing sprint cars that, that race a lot out in the Midwest and have come down south some too. So, you know, anytime you get to see a wing sprint car on pavement, I think it's, it's something that you don't want to miss, but then you – you know, you throw in a big 300-lad super late model race, and uh, I think it's, you know, it's a show we're really excited about, and I hope the fans are excited, and, and uh, you know, I hope it turns out the way that we're, we expect it will. Well, I'm sure you're going to have a good crowd count and a good car count. Uh, uh, the the battery the list is pretty strong, uh, some a great driver coming in, and I think it'll just be a really fantastic race. So I hope I don't miss it. Uh, I'm really looking forward to going to Hickory for the first time too. Uh, like I said, we're 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 up here on the Midwest. We don't get to the East Coast as much as we'd like to, but we're expanding. And this uh, has been great to us, and uh, we hope uh, and keep Superbate Mile Racing going because on a weekly basis you can't do it at a local track anymore. And without your touring series. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, I, I agree with you. I don't think a super late model and the the money that's in it uh, is sustainable on a weekly basis at a lot of places. I mean, I know uh, at Oxford Plain Speedway in Maine, which is is kind of the home base for the past North and of course the Oxford Two Fifty. They run them there weekly, and, and there's places in the Midwest that you run them weekly, but you definitely couldn't run them weekly in the Southeast. And, you know, I get a little – I don't get a little concerned. I'm very concerned that there's too many touring series that we've got, especially in the Carolinas right now. But but that's a whole another cop, uh, you know, uh, topic for conversation at a later time. But, you know, the thing you'll see at Hickory, and, and I think that you'll enjoy if you've never been to Hickory, is the racetrack's a third of a mile, and you you get straight for about a second coming out of turn two and for about a second coming out of turn four. But the thing with Hickory, even with it being such a short racetrack, is it's, it's wide in the corners, and these super late models, regu- and it's wide on the straightaways, and these super late models regularly run 
three wide there, and I'm I'm not exaggerating. I mean, people that, that have been to Hickory can vouch for that. But I think the thing that's going to make this race so fun is, you know, you got these super late models with built motors and spec motors and things like that with 600, 650 horsepower. But you got crate motor cars that, you know, have 400, maybe 425 horsepower. And, you know, at a racetrack like Concord maybe or, or Orange County or – um, you know, bigger racetracks, uh, Pensacola, Winchester, places like that, that crate car would never have a chance with a built motor. But at Hickory, the thing that I hope that we see, besides the great supers that we've got coming from all over, is that we get some of these crate motor cars out of the Midwest, out from around Nashville, out of Missouri, out of Pennsylvania. Because, you know, like at Pensacola, they – had the snowball for the built motor cars and they got snowflake for the crate cars this is a great opportunity for a crate motor car to go out and race for big money fifteen thousand dollars to win and why they've got a chance at hickory is as i said it's small but the asphalt's wore out there's not a lot of grip so the super late models they detune to take horsepower out of the car and i think what we're going to see is you've got the opportunity to change six tires during the race. In a 300-lap race, these super late models will take all six of them. And I think what's going to happen late in the race is I think you're going to see some crating new cars that are going to stay out on older tires because they don't wear them as bad as the supers come in. They're going to put the fresh tires on, but they're going to be back behind some of these crate cars. And I think it's just going to be an amazing race watching them try to weave their way back up through the field but, uh, you know, we've seen through the years crate motor cars do really well at Hickory. They've won a lot of races in in the past series there, and I, I can't wait. I, I'm really interested to see, you know, with the teams that have both types of cars, crate cars and, um, you know, built motor supers, uh, they're going to have a pretty tough decision to make because they already know that the crate will have trouble in qualifying. But those crates will do really well in the race. So there's going to be a lot of strategy, you know, going on before they even hit the racetrack, I think. Yeah, you, you can only get so much of that horsepower down to the, to the track on the uh, track to that side. And uh, I think as far as the optimum sizes for uh, for racing, almost any division is a third of a mile. Uh, you get a little speed, but you, uh, you, you still have those corners, those tighter corners. So... It always makes yeah. more interesting racing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this race will show it, too. And like I said, you're going to have those musty sprints there. And, I, you know, I think there will be about 15 or 20 of those guys. And, you know, you got guys like Brian Gerstner and um, Jimmy McCune and, and, you know, maybe even some of these guys with uh, 360 sprint cars out of Florida and out of the southeast. And, and again, you're going to have sort of the same thing going there with sprint cars, especially if you get some of those 360s there. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you on that, and, and uh, I'm a super late model fan. Uh, they're, they're my favorite type of race car. I have been for years, and that's because I was exposed to them in the Wisconsin, Illinois, and Indiana, Michigan area, so we have a pretty strong super late model series up in this area, and it was nice to go another series uh, doing the same thing, Alan, and appreciate it. Oh, no problem. I appreciate you guys, and I just, uh, 
I hope everybody will, will go to our website, check it out at ProAllStarSeries.com. And the race is not this weekend, but it's coming up next weekend. And um, there's uh, Thursday and Friday practice on the 16th and 17th, absolutely free in the grandstand. And then on Saturday, uh, you know, we'll start practice about 9 o'clock in the morning, qualifying at 11, and we're going to start racing around 1 o'clock. So we just hope people can come out and uh, check it out. Race is going to be on Mav TV a little bit later this year as well, and won't have a lot of folks in the grandstands and, and make it look good. And you know, let these sponsors know that that you know asphalt short track racing is is really viable. And I'm really proud, really happy uh, with what's going on in dirt racing right now. But uh, we got to get asphalt uh, back where it was and, and a little bit stronger. And all of us pulling in the same direction with guys like you and. And, and the people that love this thing is, you know, what's going to get it where it needs to be. Well, no, it's guys like you too, Alan, and, and Mr. Mayberry, and uh, uh, the Luckets, and the R.J. Scott, and uh, uh, Greg McCarns, uh, you guys, and then Tim Bryant. Uh, you all have that, uh, that same love and fever for the series type of racing, and uh, it makes for some really good racing, and uh, I, I appreciate it. And, uh, I'm going to turn you over to Jeff. I just got some questions for you. It was great meeting you okay. this week. Thanks for the help, and really hope to see you at Hickory. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Alan. Take her away, Jeff. How you doing, Alan? Uh, thanks for being on the show tonight and taking out time. Uh, and also, thank you for taking care of us this weekend. You, uh, you did a great job. Uh, it was a tremendous show. Enjoyed it thoroughly. Like Mark said, uh, uh, that's what we like to do. Um, you know, you know when you can do double duty. Uh, but it was a great show. Thanks for that, everything. Yeah. Oh, no problem. We were glad glad you guys were able to come out and uh, you know, get a little taste of, of what we're doing. Now, getting to the the, the Mason Dixon Mega Meltdown. Any uh, anything special we can look forward to, to that race? Well, you know, there's a few things, as I mentioned, you know, the strategy between, you know, guys with the with the crate motors and, and with the built motors and, you know, will you take all six tires that you're allotted in the in the pits um, or not. But the other thing is that, that I'm excited about is it's only going to be $25 for adults to get in. And what you're going to get if you don't come at all on Thursday or Friday for those practice days is this event is patterned along the lines of the Oxford 250, which has been so successful for so long in New England, is that you're going to get to see everything on Saturday. You'll get a little bit of practice, but you're going to get to see qualifying. You're going to get to see the sprint cars, B-Main. You're going to get to see last chance races for the super late models, the main event for the sprint cars, and you're going to get to see the, the 300 lapper for the past super late models. And um, and some pit stops thrown in there. There'll be live pit stops. We're not gonna, you know, have a, a caution at lap 100 or, or 200. It's gonna take strategy, and it it's gonna be kind of you know fall as it may. But you know, caution laps as we traditionally do it in the past won't count. So you know, you're gonna have some teams that'll probably spend a little bit of money to to get some you know top notch crew guys. But a lot of those guys are gonna be in homestead. And and we didn't 
do that by accident. We we don't want teams going out and getting ringers. Um, so if it, it takes you five laps to change four tires or whatever it is in the pits under caution, you're not going to lose laps under caution. We're doing everything that we could do to, you know, give these guys a big purse and, and, and do those sorts of things. You know, and any time you talk to a racer, they're, they're always going to tell you there's different things you can do to save them money. But we're doing as much as we can to keep live pit stops and do all of that stuff to, to help them keep the cost down as much as we can. Nothing says that you've got to go out there and get, you know, a bunch of ringers that work for you one time a year. And and I hope we don't see a lot of that. And like I said, a lot of those guys are going to be at Homestead that weekend, and that won't be our option anyway. Yeah, that was, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you about the pit stops, the live pit stops. Uh, uh, I'm glad you went into that. Um, now, I know this season's not over. Is you, you, What about next season, looking into next year? You got anything, new plans, bigger plans? What's you have anything in the works for next year that we might be looking well, for? The, well, the, the north, I think, will be pretty similar to the way it was this year up in New England. You know, you'll have – you know, three or four races at Oxford, and and then, um, you know, you'll have a couple of races in Canada, and and a lot of the familiar stops that that we've seen in New England before. And as far as the South goes, um, it has its challenges because um, you know people and and sanctioning bodies unfortunately doesn't don't seem to work really well together. But um, you know, we're looking at the South and trying to to figure out the best way to, to do things. And, and, you know, we got racetracks that, that are really solid for us. I mean, we're going back to the Hickory, you know, next year for the Easter Bunny on Easter weekend like we've done, you know, for the last 12 years or so. And um, we're working on uh, some big stuff, uh, nothing that we can talk about right now. But just remember tonight and uh, – and I think you'll know where I'm going with this uh, when and if we do announce it. Now, uh, how many race just like this season? How many races did you guys run this year, and and how many different tracks were you guys at? Well, we ran about. You know, if you're not familiar with Pass, it's in uh, it's split up into two divisions: Pass North and Pass South, and. It's not like the old Hooters Pro Cup used to be because they um, they took say a group of forty cars when when Hooters got to its biggest and they basically split those groups into two to create you know Pro Cup North and Pro Cup South with with um, Pass you know you got Pass North and and all those guys for the most part that race in Pass North are you know from New Hampshire Maine. Uh, Vermont, you got a few Canadians in there and stuff, and that's where they race at. And, and the same with Pass South, you got a separate group of drivers that are primarily from um, the southeast. You get it's a little bit different down here because you get a lot of guys to move into the Charlotte area, you know, working in shops or trying to take that next step. So, so you get some guys that that live here, but they came from other places. And then we got the past national series, which we try to get all the guys together as best we can for about six, you know, special races like the Easter Bunny Hickory, like the Oxford 250, 
um, to race for an overall national championship and really have a true national champion in super late model racing. And, and we've done that since 2008. And, and you know, we're the closest thing there is to a, to a true national champion. But I think we ran about 16 or 17 races in New England this year. And I think we had 11 scheduled in the South and one got rained out. So we only ended up running 10. So you're looking at, you know, roughly 27, 28 races at probably mm, 10, 10, 12 different racetracks. All right. Um, let's talk a little bit about you. I, do you have your own media uh, company? Um, not not exactly. I, I've worked in television since I graduated college and uh, since 2001 and and I worked uh, for NASCAR from uh, 2001 to 2012 as far as NASCAR productions goes. But um, I've been a freelance contract worker since then, you know, still working in television production and producing and things like that. Still primarily for NASCAR, but just not as a salaried employee. I'm, I'm a contract worker now. All right. Um, I, again, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, you, you tremendous information for people who don't know about your series. Um, if you have, if you, if anybody who's out there hasn't got to see a past series, this was actually probably one of my first ones. I could probably know that I've been to, um, you guys did a tremendous job and I really appreciate it. You guys can keep up the good work and I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy now. Thank you. Man, thank you, Jeff. Alan, I tell you, uh, s- sounds like you got everything going for you. Uh, Jeff and uh, <laughs> Mark, they they enjoyed it and said you really had everything going for you. And looking forward, hopefully they're going to make it to Hickory. Well, I hope so. And, uh, and like I said, for anybody listening, uh, you can go to our website, ProAllStarSeries.com. The pre-entries that we've got so far for Hickory are listed there. The complete schedule for the weekend. You can also give the Pro All-Star Series a like on Facebook or, uh, you know, give us a follow on Twitter at P-A-S-S-S-L-M-14. And, Rowdy, I, I just appreciate you guys and everything that you guys do. And, and uh, you know, keep up the good work and, and keep fighting the good fight and putting the good word out about uh, short track racing. Hey, it's it's great racing, and uh, same here, Alan. Thanks a lot, and appreciate. It. Anytime you got something, hey, just holler at us, and we'll make room for you any Monday night. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Alan. Thanks. Well, guys, hey, just that, Mark, you called it. It was going to be kind of easy. Uh, he he's a great guy. He knows what he's doing, Rowdy. He's been in the business for a while, end of it, and uh, he does a really nice job. Uh, like Jeff said, it was probably his first. I, I've been to a couple other past races. They've been big events. Uh, they did a nice job, and he to get a good car count. And uh, I think Hickory's going to be that way for them. Uh, they, they've got a good car count over a week, two weeks out, not quite two weeks out, and uh, I think expect a few more cars to be entered and uh, uh, it'll put on a, a really good show. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, Jeff and I will be able to take care of everybody on this one. Well, you know, I'm, I'm serious. You know, if he's got anything you want to talk about, he's always welcome to come back. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I like the past series. They've been around quite a while now, Rowdy. Uh, they, uh, they they know what they're doing. They're, they're not a run-of-the-mill uh, company like, you know, some people used to think about with racing promoters. Uh, these guys put a lot of time, effort, and money into it, and uh, uh, I'm glad to hear that, you know, Alan appreciated it as much as we appreciated him, and, and that's what makes it such a great two-race street, and what makes racing so much different than our stick and ball sports. Exactly. Yeah. It's been an incredible season, hasn't it, guys? Well, we were talking about it a little earlier today, Rowdy, uh, Jeff, Jeff and I have been on a phenomenal year uh, with covering races for the show and uh, uh, staggering amounts of races we've been able to get to and, and enjoy. And uh, it's, it's been a banner year. And for those who don't know, I've been covering or doing or something in racing for over 50 years. So this is my 50th year. It's been a banner year. Who thought it would be, you know, turn out the way it has. And uh, the memories... Uh, they, too many to, to, to go over right now And uh, we have all to do that But all the Arthur races we got to All the other short track races We enjoyed together It was a great year uh, Looking forward to finishing them off We've got a couple left And uh, we'll go from there What about you there, Jeff? Oh, like Mark said, uh, like he, we've been in the racing for many years. I've been, my dad was into racing. I've been going to races, uh, but this, like Mark said, this year has been uh, one for the record books. Uh, the, the amount of races we got to, the where we got to, the people we got to meet, the racing we got to see, the things we got to do and know. Um, there's things that I've learned this year that I didn't know. Um, it's been a great, it's been amazing, you know. It's been an experience like no other being involved with this radio show and you, Rowdy. Uh, uh, we're, we're, we're able, like Justin, we're able to do and see things we never thought were imaginable before for just being a race fan. So we've enjoyed it. We've learned. We're still learning. We're going to share that with everybody. Uh, we got a nice off-season lined up for us. Uh, I think we're going to have some interesting guests and some surprise guests that the people are really going to enjoy. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, this, this boat is sailing, and uh, we're going to keep her afloat, I think. It's been a good one, I'm going to tell you guys. Uh, it'd been hard to describe if I'd have told you I th- as good as this, it, it has really surprised me. Surprised me. Hey, and look, I can't wait to the 66 running of the ARCA Racing Series presented by Menards. Well, Rowdy, that's where it all began this year. Well, kind of. Uh, Jeff and I started off early in January and uh, went to the Chilton Bowl. You went bowling at the other track at the Talladega 
ice bowl, and uh, yeah. we both saw some good racing that weekend and got some of our racing sticks out of our systems in the middle of the winter and got us ready for Daytona. And Daytona was just full of surprises the whole time we were there. And for the it most was, part, they were big surprises, Rowdy. It was magic. <laughs> it was magic. That's, that's that's one way to put it, I guess. Uh, I, we we just had a phenomenal phenomenal year. I say, look out, twenty eighteen. Yeah, uh, we we can only get better, Rowdy, and uh, I I think our coverage will be better because of uh, our, our usage of the. Modern technology afforded to us, and are becoming more familiar with it. And uh, a good example of that was Jeff this year. And as Jeff gets more of a hang of it, uh, it will help you and I get more of a hang of it. So, yeah, we're uh, we're looking for bigger, better things that next year. Uh, we'll see what happens. It only time will tell, won't it, my friend? That's right. That's exactly right. Well, me and Don's going to kick it off tomorrow. We're going to go over and uh, kind of cover testing at Talladega for the new bodies. I know we'll see some good pictures, and we know we'll get some good uh, uh, news out of Talladega from you guys, and that's uh, that's why we're here, to to get the news of what's in the ARCA series. Everything else we seem to be able to stick our hands in. Well, you know, we always say at each race, there's anywhere from 17 to 15 cars that has a chance to win. There's 17 cars showing up for testing, so that means somebody's serious about having some fast cars. Well, after what we experienced last year at Daytona, I can't. Imagine what's, uh, what's going to happen with uh, the new composite bodies, and uh, uh, I'll be interested to see if the new packages are in the body composite bodies with a big speed rate. Well, that's the question right there, and uh, hopefully, me and Don's going to be able to answer that tomorrow afternoon when they're done. Isn't that right, Don? That's right. That's right. I'll be able to answer it. And I hope, hey, it, I I would think they're going to try their best to have 17 cars, all 17 out on the track at one I'd time. They'll, they'll, they'll do some single car runs, then they'll do some drafting, I'm sure. And then, the, you know, then they'll be up. Please, you split the testing in a one test session being single car, one test session multi car. They might do it that way. I don't, I'm not sure. No, hey, as soon as we find out, when we get there tomorrow, we'll take, we'll have the answer. I'll be on Facebook listening intently, Rowdy. Uh, yeah, we're, that'll be the first time. We plan on being there at 9, so, and it starts at 9. That means they got to get up early. I'm, I'm yeah. leaving my house at 5 o'clock in the morning. 
You, you, you the man, Pat Don. That's right. And I'm about 50 minutes away from where we're going to meet. That's good. Want the breakfast? No, we're going to go straight on over. I know the feeling, Rowdy. I know the feeling. Yeah, we're going to just go straight. Will you do me a favor and say hello to Johnny for me, will you? I will. We'll see him in the spring. Yeah, Johnny's my buddy. I might even try to take him something to eat like he really needs something. <laughs> you should, you should, Don, bring I'll something good. Be, I probably will. Well, Rowdy, what time you got to leave to meet up? Have we lost Rowdy? I think temporarily. So it's you and me and Jeff, Don Don. I guess so. He'll he'll leave probably about six. Okay. I'm I'm two, I'm two hours away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, I'm, got, I'm you, got some, you got some country roads to cover before you get to the interstate, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's not too bad. I'm I'm two, I'm about two hours and a half from Talladega. I'm a, I'm a so, 90 miles. I'm a lot closer. You're a lot closer than me, Rowdy. I mean, Dan. Hey, hey, Mark? Jeff? Yeah, Rowdy. Hey, listen, I got you a caller called in here. I got Eric called in to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Welcome, Eric. Hey, Thank Eric. you, man. Hey, buddy. Good to hear you have you call in. I told you I would. <laughs> well, yeah, you did. Thanks for the great weekend, my friend. You took care of us, as always. I hear you. I hear you. We had a good time. It was some good racing, and uh, everything was all good, wasn't it? Yep, even the mothers cooperated with us this year. I hear you. Hey, that's what we do. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know what? Thanks thanks again for everything. Uh you went above and beyond and uh uh I hope uh things were pretty good with the landscaping today and uh you didn't get too beat up. Uh, no, we, we've done good today. We've got a lot of trees down. We're clearing off a, a place and sowing some grass for a church. And so we got started on that today and, and, um, uh, kind of a late night. I just got through eating supper and I said, well, shoot, I'm going to give them a call and see what's going on. Well, good for you. I'm so glad you did. Uh, it's, it gets a chance to talk to you. We don't have to worry about doing it between the sound of race car engines. Oh, I know, I know, but you know, I kind of enjoy that. <laughs> well, we 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 had a we had the best seat in the house thanks to you, Eric, and uh, people don't realize how great of a view you have in that little area that we were uh, uh, accessible to, and uh, yeah, it, it made for, uh, some great video for the show and some great times for the show and some great times for Jeff and I, and we always enjoy being with you, Greg. And meeting Haley this year, uh, thanks so much. Uh, give them our best, and, and uh, we'll see them again soon. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, did Randy LaJoy call in? No, we don't have Randy tonight. We're going to have him later on. We had uh, we have tonight's show pretty much uh, set, so we'll have him on in the near future. We want to uh, do a special on the ARCA race cars where we take the listeners in and, and give them an inside view of the chassis, the engine, and the rest of the car. And we thought Randy would be a perfect fit for that. Uh, he would be awesome. He would be awesome at that. Yep, and uh, uh, we were uh, we were lucky enough to get introduced to him and get set up, and uh, we've we've got his number, and we're gonna we're gonna set him up for a later show, and I will let you know when he's gonna be on. Okay, that sounds good. Well, listen, man, I'm gonna let y'all get back to business. I just wanted to call in and say hey and give a shout out, and well, let we you know give I was... a shout out to Weinberger. Uh, landscaping and anybody in the Charlotte area, call Eric. He'll take good care of you. Yep, it's B E L Long Care and Landscaping. That's what we're here for. So you can give him a shout out, Eric. You call up any time, okay. and we'll we'll give you some time. We'll give you some shout out time, buddy. Thanks, okay, Eric. brother. You be good. Hey, th- thanks, Rowdy. Y'all y'all have a good time, man. Thank you, bud. Thank you, Eric. Eric. You too, my friend. Okay, man. Y'all be good and bye. Bye-bye. Bye. See you later, Eric. All right. Hey, that's good. Hey, let's bring in, let's bring Todd in too, guys. Hey, welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Todd. Hey, guys. Hey, Todd. Todd how are you? Todd. Todd, we'll pick you up at the bus station tomorrow morning. All right, I'll be up and ready. <laughs> hey, we're just glad to take you and pick you up, Todd. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. It really meant a lot. Todd, so well. tell me you'll be at the bus stop in New York. Uh, I, I didn't get back until real late, and, uh, yeah. But, you know, you know something, though? It was well worth every minute on that bus. Well, that's saying something. I've been on a few bus rides in my day, and, and as comfortable as they make them nowadays, it's still a bus ride, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... Some of the buses are older, but, you know, for the greatest time I had, it was well worth it. I don't care if it was a 50-hour trip. It'd still be well worth it. Well, Todd Todd, was so good to be there with you, too. And, uh, you know, Don and Jeff and Rowdy and I were always looking forward to it. And we finally got together to make the the Rowdy Maglite show complete. Well, I appreciate being there with you guys and everything you guys did for me. We had a good time, Todd. It really was a good time. Appreciate you coming out. Coming down. Then you had to go up. Yeah, yeah. Down to the deep south. Yeah, but, you know, it's definitely enjoyable. Well, Don and I are going to head back over there tomorrow for testing. Yep, yep. Hopefully that all goes good. 
Anytime you get to uh, smell them fumes and rubber is a good day, guys. Yeah, there's there's nothing better. Rowdy, you know what my old saying is, a bad day at the races is still better than a good day at work. So, uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, enjoy. Uh, Sometimes those fumes are more needed than others. So, uh, yeah, inhale big, my friend, inhale big. We will. Mark, you want anything you want to cover we hadn't talked about tonight? I don't know. Maybe a little recap of what we did do tonight. Uh, uh, Alan Dietz would pass uh touring series. It was a great guest and very informative, and uh, we were happy to have them on. I hope we have them on again, and we get to cover more of their races. Uh, anybody who can uh, help out the super mile situation is okay with me and pass is really doing that. There are what Jeff and I see here in the Midwest all the time and uh well the one thing they do is is they have all green flag racing. Uh yellows never count, even in long distance races. So when they say you're gonna see three hundred laps of green racing, you see three hundred laps of green flag racing. So uh a very unique little uh side note to the series. The Dirk Pass at Charlotte, uh, try to get a ticket if you can. Uh, it's a difficult ticket to have for the grandstand. Um, they were sold out Friday and Saturday night. Uh, they were packed. Uh, it's a atmosphere no other for the dirt track racing that I've ever experienced. And I don't think, what do you think, Jeff? Oh, no, they, yes. When you see, what do we see, about 25 races a night? Uh, yeah, it was, it's a good, show. it's a great show. It's one of the best experienced dirt races. Knoxville's up there. That's a good show, too. But I think uh, Charlotte, you know, between the three divisions, um, the big block modifieds from out east and uh, the dirt late models and the outlaws, um, it's a great show. It really is. It's a unique format uh, itself, let alone the other racing you and I were able to view at Concord at the asphalt half mile out there. Unique shaped track, uh, very conducive to some good racing, and, and we saw some good racing this weekend at both tracks. Uh, the features at both races were good. Uh, it's it's just such a unique and fun weekend of racing, you know, three days, six races, uh, it's hard to beat. Looking forward to going myself next year. Well, Rowdy, we just keep adding to that bucket list, don't we, my friend? (laughs) I'm telling you. I'm telling Uh, you. No, the facility is nice. Both facilities are nice, and hopefully they'll have them, uh, They'll book both races the same weekend again, so race fans can enjoy it. I know there are dirt fans out there who don't particularly care for asphalt, and asphalt fans don't particularly care for dirt. If you're a race fan, that's that's what it boils down to, and, and check out both shows because uh, they're both well worth the uh, the price of admission, Rowdy. I'm telling you guys, it's really the best price 
Yeah, I think it's the best price going. I mean, $25. Come on, guys. Well, I think the only one we've heard do better was Tony Formosa. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, uh, it, it is a, it's a good bargain. Uh, and uh, I hope people will take advantage of it. It'll, you've got a chance to see the sprint cars on the asphalt with the wings. If you've never seen them, it's worth the price of admission almost alone for that because they are wicked fast, wicked, wicked fast. So uh, that will be fun. And then uh, the super late mile racing, you sit back, you get into that groove, and it's a third of a mile. Those laps will go by quite quickly because, uh, uh, as, as we've seen uh, in our super late, mile, super late mile races this past season, uh, there haven't been a lot of yellows. There's a lot of been a long uh, flag or long green flag run. So, um, yeah, that race probably won't take very long. We'll go a little quicker than people realize. Well, people don't want these long races no more. No, no, there there are certain races that should be the distance they are, and, and they'll always stay that way, be it. Uh, on the short track level or NASCAR level, Rowdy, certain tracks, you know, they need to be 400 miles, 400 laps, 500 miles, whatever the case may be. Uh, those those races are ingrained, and it will stay that way pretty much, I think, forever. But people do not want to see the same 500 miles, 400 miles every weekend. So uh, that's what short track racing and ARCA uh <laughs> allows. Uh, you, you get to see a lot of great racing in a shorter amount of time. Yeah. You sure do. Jeff, how about you? You, got, you want to close this night out here? Oh, just want to recap. Like Mark said, I had a great weekend uh, between Charlotte Dirt Track and Concord Speedway, the uh, 15th annual North-South Shootout. Uh, was a great with all the series, the modified series, the super late model series, and also uh, Charlotte Dirt Track. We had the big block modifieds, um, the dirt late models, and the uh, winged outlaws. Um, it was just a great weekend, long weekend, um, but enjoyed it very thoroughly and hope we uh, covered it uh, the best we could for what we have to work with right now. Hey, it's all a work in progress, too, guys. Yeah, it is, Rowdy. We've tried a lot of unique situations this uh, season, starting at the talk when we, we did the broadcast for pre-race. And, uh, whoo, boy, it's just been tour since then. Well, next week at uh, 610 Central Time, we got Tim Bryant getting us ready for the 50th anniversary of the Snowball Derby, guys. Well, that will be the next race that the Terrible Trio gets together in, won't it? That's right, and uh, probably we'll, uh, the other guest will probably be somebody related to testing tomorrow. So, Well, we can only hope, Marty. We'll, I'm hoping we get one of the drivers or one of the officials or even the crew chief on next week to talk about testing. 
because uh, we all want to know about that. Uh, well, you're exactly right. Uh, so, well, hey, we we got a busy, busy lineup, guys. Well, like uh, you know, we we were talking about earlier. Uh, we'll have uh, Randy Lejoy on hopefully, and uh, he'll be able to give us some really great perspectives on the speed to put in these race cars. Not only his own uh, company, but I'm sure he keeps up with the manufacturing them also. And uh, if they're trying to help each other, that's great. It just makes it safer for the drivers. Exactly. That's exactly. And it's not even just the seats, Mark. It's just the whole, I think he's a big into safety in racing. So it'll be more seat and safety of the racing, the race cars. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Jeff. I agree with you. It, it is just the seating. Uh, that's that's their main thing, but uh, I, I know they have a lot of other aspects to their business. So I'm looking forward to having him on, though. I think he's going to be a great guest. Yeah, me too. Well, we've had some incredible guests this year. And we got, hey, we got we still got a few weeks left here, guys. He's talking about what an incredible year. You still got almost two months left. Hey, Rowdy. Yeah, Todd. Hey, when does the new schedule come out? We're just waiting on it, Todd. It, it's time. Mark, did oh, you... Oh, yeah. Was it out before the banquet, or did it come out after the banquet? I think it came out during the banquet, Rowdy. If I'm not mistaken, and I well could be, but it was either at the banquet or just before, or just after. But it was right around the banquet time. Yeah. Todd, you got anything you want to add to this show before we get out of here? No, I just want to thank you all again and uh, just waiting for next year to start my new scheduling. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. it, start, it starts huh? in February. That's telling us. Uh, for some of us, it starts in January with the ice bowl of the chili bowl, Dad. Oh, well, you know, Tulsa, Oklahoma is a little bit far to drive. But well That's why I went to the ice bowl. Yeah, my, my motor home left me. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why. The motorhome's in Phoenix. No, no, no. She's in Carlsbad, California. California. All right. Carlsbad, California is about an hour's drive from Phoenix. Oh, is it? oh okay. She might be going to Phoenix then. Uh, that's a good possibility. I think I would should go. I think she's going to Phoenix because she said she was. <laughs> Without well, you, Don. And yeah, an yeah. hour and a half away, I guarantee you she's going to Phoenix race. <laughs> we'll, we'll see anyway. Well, we wish you safe for the Don, you got anything you want to add before we get out of here and we'll 
we'll talk about tomorrow. No, I guess we'll just fill everybody in tomorrow night. On Facebook. Talk about there you go. Yeah, we, we'll have us a guest from testing. Yeah. Hey, and, you know, Praters is down there. They'll be out there with their new composite with a bow tie Chevrolet. Is it going to Yeah, the car that they showed, the body was a Chevrolet body. All right. I'm thinking he was at a Ford, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. I'm getting out of here. Rowdy, till next week. See ya. See you, Mark. See you, Jeff. Don, Don, I'll see you at 7 o'clock. Yeah, that's it. Enjoy, guys. Enjoy. All right, now y'all have a good week. Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com.